very good afternoon once again dear dama friends i'm not sure um if the viewers um are able to uh, attend this at the moment uh, but nevertheless i would also like to wish um a very good day and a very good evening um wherever you are and i would also like to welcome all of you uh, today so today i would like to begin uh, this session with the way we celebrate the way we mark the way we utilize moments since today it coincides with the international day of happiness um of the united nations where one celebrates happiness um i think it's interesting i think it's um positive because we're utilizing a moment a time to remind ourselves of what is important in our lives and we are trying to in this case remind ourselves uh, of um, one of the primordial um, wishes or aspirations that uh, we all share and not just human beings and sentient beings uh animals but all of us all sentient beings all of us we all share this seeking for happiness um although we might not um be very efficient or fluent or experienced in identifying exactly what it is or uh, identifying exactly what are the means what are the methods but nevertheless uh, that aspiration is always there the last few days we were um, discussing about the buddhajaya avatara Uh, a timeless teaching by a realized and an enlightened being um known as uh, the mahabodhisattva um shantideva and we were discussing about his teaching of course we were only able to just touch the very surface of it but nevertheless we have learned a lot in terms of um what are the actual causes of happiness in this case since uh, today um throughout um our world we are focusing on happiness therefore we could um, describe it in a way that giving rise giving rise to inherent timeless qualities such as buddhicitta or compassion or loving kindness is a way to uh, cultivate timeless happiness 
as I said earlier, women not be that fluent, that um, experienced in identifying the methods and even what happiness is really about. We might be naming something that is positive um, with various labels, with various ideas. Um, in this case, we are um, labeling something, naming something uh, that is pleasant, um, that is positive, as happiness. Although in Buddhism, the term uh, happiness uh, may be understood um, or may be described a little differently, might be understood a little differently. Um, but to put it extremely simple, to put it very practical, we could um, very simply say that happiness is what we are looking for. It may be not the right term, um, but nevertheless, that is what we are looking for. But since we all, uh, all of us are using this uh, idea, this term, in whatever language, uh, as um, a way to label and um, mark something that is soothing us, that is pleasant to us, um, we could utilize it. Nonetheless, and but probably we can add something on top of it by simply um, trying to trying to be more particular, be more clear. For example, um, we can focus on what it means, what it could mean for all of us. Happiness uh, is it um, a glass of water? when you're thirsty? Is it a cup of tea um, in the noon or a cup of coffee? Yes. Um, or a cup of buttered tea? Maybe not. Yes. <laughs> huh? Buttered and salted tea. So it could vary from one individual to another, from one culture to another, from one mentality to another, um, from one um, altitude to another. You know? So it varies. But then we have to uh, examine carefully again. Um, is that everything? Or is there something more than that? Or are we just satisfied with that? Are we just content with that? Mm. And on top of it, then we can add some things like, uh, is it uh, um, changeable, that kind of happiness? Is it prone, is it vulnerable to change, such type of happiness? And I think this is a crucial question because then uh, we are asking something um, quite crucial. If it's changeable, it means um, that um, the energy that we put into uh, seeking that kind of happiness um, it is uh, repeatable and therefore it's it could be tiring. After some time, it could be, um, become a burden rather than happiness itself. Therefore, um, we should search once again. If you search outwardly, I think you would have a tough time and in finding out the actual causes for 
happiness. And at the same time, we might lose our way also, because there are so many fascinating things around the world. And just like and the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas have um, shared and th- their thoughts to us, shared their experience to us, if you search within, then it's much easier. Then it's less tiring. And personally, I find that um, extremely beneficial, and I'm sure all of you feel the same. So we shall start examining, we shall start searching within ourselves of what are the exact causes for happiness, or very simply, what is happiness. If you search with the proper attitude, with a proper attitude, it could help us uh, even more. If we examine and search uh, with less emotion, meaning uh, without being judgmental, without um, being too critical, but with a simple, calm, Um, state of mind if you search, Uh, if you sit down, maybe just take five minutes of our time every day and simply um, look into ourselves what are the causes of happiness. If you do that, I think the answer will be um, not so far away from us. And the obvious answers would be something like is the positive and kind expressions that is the source of happiness. And like that, then loving kindness, patience, generosity, All of these um, virtuous things, all of these things that we consider virtuous um, in our lives, virtuous um, from the beginning, virtuous in the middle, virtuous at the end. We will find these Uh, inherent qualities, qualities that um, were not taught, qualities that were not adapted, but qualities um, that was already there as a potential, already there, and always finding ways to express it but not exactly knowing how. That every time we come across circumstances where um, someone is in need of support, someone is facing a particular tragedy, someone is facing a particular um, confusion, uh, there is already that instinct um, from within it that we feel like we want to do something about it, although we might not know how, although we might not know the ways, the methods, or what it is. But nevertheless, already just by instinct, without having to really examine much, you know. So it's always trying to uh, express. So it's that kind of qualities Um, that could be, or that is, the source of actual happiness. And that is, I think, timeless.
in our case, of course, when we study, contemplate, reflect, meditate, um, the various uh, guides and methods that is available uh, within our um, uh, practice of the Buddha Dharma, all of them uh, is actually offering the very thing, the very same thing the very same guide, to search exactly what are the causes of happiness and nothing more. There is no other um, purpose. It truly focuses on that. It may have elaborate um, ritual aspects to it, aspects of ceremonies and so on. But those are only uh, skillful means, skillful means to inspire us, skillful means to bring um, bring lightness, bring um, very simply inspiration. So. We as practitioners, I think we are quite uh, well aware of the benefits of it and the reasons why we utilize such methods. But even if we are not not practitioners, um, even if we are coming from various different cultures and even if we are coming from very different backgrounds, uh, still um, the search of happiness can be applied without a religious or a, um, philosophical approach. You know? It can be approached um, by anyone. And not just approachable, but also, you know, it's also... Um, Practicable, let's see if that's the right word in English. It's attainable. And therefore I would like to encourage everyone uh, to do so, to encourage others also by yourselves, to those who you uh, know, um, to those um, who are around you. And the way I think we should also encourage others uh, is by um, living as an example for them. You know? If we ourselves um, take the time, utilize the time to focus on uh, cultivating um, happiness, uh, that itself is an example for others. And without having to actually um, do much, already uh, there is an impression. An impression is created in, um, in the minds of those who are around you, be it families and friends. So therefore, um, it's, um, first of all, um, we are able to create inspirations to others and now to ourselves when we practice also we must do it with the attitude that it is obtainable uh, for example um, such as Buddha Shakyamuni such as the various realized Bodhisattvas they are all our inspiration they are all the true examples that one can achieve it So in the same way, um, uh, we shall try to implement and follow the same example. One of the main reasons why they are the ultimate example is not because of um, where they are right now, such as Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, where they are right now. That's obvious, of course, to uh, when we look at their 
um, result, of course, is inspiring. But nevertheless, um, I personally feel that the reason why they are great examples is because from where they began, I think that's what's inspiring. Where they began uh, um, is exactly the same as ours. They began very simply uh, without much experience, but with, the, again, the same attitude, meaning um, somehow there is an somehow experiencing that there is um, that that uh, there is happiness that there is it's, it is obtainable but how you know, with that curiosity so they all share the same curiosity and interest like we all do and I think that's what's inspiring so if you think in that way then if you look around ourselves um, there will be a lot of sources of inspiration. You will be able to mm, relate to probably your families, your friends, your colleagues, your acquaintances. Uh, you will see so many visible um, signs that each and every one that you know are always trying to find some ways to express that, express um, compassion, express uh, generosity, you know, patience, all of it. But time and again, not exactly knowing how. Um, maybe it's not the best of examples, but it's almost like um, someone who cannot speak is trying to say something, you know. Wanted to get some message across, but cannot. Something like that. So, by examining like that, by sort of recalling those uh, experiences and memories that you know, then uh, it can truly help us, it can truly inspire us to, to cultivate um, happiness. So, of course, those of us um, uh, who um, know um, the ways, the methods, um, the textbook methods that are taught by Buddhas and Bodhisattvas um, won't need that much of an explanation other than um, practicing the same method uh, continuously, yes, with diligence and with enthusiasm. But should we um, not know, uh, meaning that we are simply learning from the beginning that we are curious, that we are interested, but not knowing exactly how to go about it. Then, in this case, I would simply suggest to um, use a method where you simply reflect, where you simply reflect um, using um, your own logics, sound logics in terms of sound in terms of not um, being compromised, not being influenced by one's uh, glaciers, meaning disturbing or afflictive emotions, like anger, not out of anger. We won't be able to do it out of anger at all. And we will not be able to do it out of attachment as well, because we will be too distracted. And we will not be able to do uh, with Mm. lack of awareness or ignorance but probably that's not the right term or lack of understanding so if we just calm down our, uh, our mind a state where uh, the mind is um, kind of relaxed kind of cool let's say cool in terms of not heated by emotions, you know. For example, like anger, uh, it, it can really heat up not just our mind, but our physical being, physical state as well. And therefore, it, it will have um, uh, sort of negative expressions, you know. So therefore, 
um, if you just simply um, count down by means of um, uh, sitting comfortably with a good posture, taking a bit of time, five or ten minutes every day, and not distracting oneself uh, with uh, um, unnecessary thoughts, unnecessary speech, and just taking that little amount of time, which is hardly anything. We all use five minutes or ten minutes of our daily schedule many times over and over again for a lot of unnecessary things. So we're just trying to spare just one of those five minutes. So within that time, then all we need to do is simply reflect. doesn't require for us to uh, focus on something supernatural, something mystical, something exotic, nothing at all. We just simply reflect on what we have done, what we have experienced, what we have felt in the last 24 hours, let's say, you know, just to begin with, without being judgmental, so that we are able to capture exactly what happened, we are able to capture exactly what occurred. And in doing so, both directly and indirectly, we will touch the surfaces of the causes and conditions for uh, identifying what happiness is, identifying what are the methods, and at the same time also understand what are the hindrances, what are the obstacles. And therefore, it's like self-teaching, self-realization, you know, without having um, a certain without being dependent, basically, to something or someone, but you yourself, sort of like self-awakening. You know. So this is um, what I would like to encourage to all, of, to all of you, to all of ourselves. Um, if I'm able to express these to all of you, it means um, that um, such practice uh, is effective, is working. If it wasn't working, I won't be able to convey this to all of you. you know? At the same time, if it is not true, none of us will be able to relate to it also, or understand. And for the fact that I can convey, and that we, all of you can understand, it means that that it is effective and it, that uh, it does work. So, I will um, offer my prayers, aspirations, so that all of us will be able to achieve um, attaining timeless happiness. So, now I would like to take this opportunity to um, offer you, um, for those of you who are practicing the ways of the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, to offer you an, an reading or oral transmission or lung of the Buddhichai Avatara. Uh, since we have a um, limited time today, uh, I shall be reading um, the first um, three chapters. I think that's what the time would allow.
ดงหาดงหาจินจดันดวกิจดงหาเมเบเดวันตัมบาดัมเมเดวกิจินิริงชาดันยิดันตะเวนตันยงชิมบลานเนบราจูรุจิบัดินเซกาลามารุบัดด
Bunjot Nangarunjan Charles Chan Lobritzella Nanba, Kazujanjosunjikinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinjinj
Mujer Sumjin Lundu Indonyalan Salam
then finally um we shall now practice getting involved with uh, achieving timeless happiness and actually we have done it um very simply by also um receiving the lung as well um actually the the very text such as buddhacharya avatara if you read it that itself is practice actually you know although we may be used to having um um asadana of some this and that um as the only way of practice but there are countless of other ways too and just by reciting it reciting the very text itself the root text itself um, has already the the quality and the benefit and it serves as a practice also so in your if you have spare time uh, other than your daily formal practice if you can also read it it's again another timeless practice and um then i think it was your wish that you wanted to meditate uh, visualize and recite the practice of um buddha of compassion or bodhisattva in appearance uh, bodhisattva um bodhisattva of compassion uh namely that of chenrezig or avalokiteshvara and so today we will recite the um practice and meditate So now you have the text with you yes I think I thought it was your wish so I thought you would have prepared it already three books enough yeah or oh, four books great I'm sorry it's five actually now I can, I can see it I'm I'm a f- f- Okay. Um the question was about uh concerning uh, the re- the recitation or, or the reading of and the Buddhacharya avatara um to establish in which language should one recite that was the question so the answer is very simply to establish um a connection to receive blessing uh better to uh, read uh, in um uh tibetan phonetic version the um the, the, the tibetan version which is uh, translated or written in phonetic uh language in uh, whichever language uh, you are used to um now um in order to understand something then afterwards you can read the actual translation okay 
ตาบอยกาจิลสลวายเดบอยกาจิลลามายนัมเดบอยเดนอยนัมทรายจินจิลชันลอยงมเจกัมปรายสุมบายชินเซนรอยกุนลายชาชินเมบัตเทดเรน
Tongalajanzoi Madai
Come, 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 come